This is a Dragon Blazer production. Help me. I'm being held hostage in a basement. And I'm being forced to do these podcasts with my father who needs a breath mint. Hey! Of movies of too much sentiment. And I'm hosting juvenile jurisdictions of judgment. Honey, why don't you call him Drop Dead Fred? Because that's his name, Daddy. Like many small children, Lizzie had an imaginary playmate. Drop Dead Fred is going to teach me how to cook today. Someone she could talk to. Sugar? Yeah. <gasps> Someone she could share with. Oh, Grandma Bun! Someone who would never let her down. No more Drop Dead Fred! Now Lizzie is all grown up. To us. And when her perfect life us. fell apart. Charles, I lost my money, my car, my husband. She didn't get mad. Drop dead Fred. She got Fred. <laughs> Who dropped dead? Drop dead Fred is this imaginary friend that I had as a child, and he's back. Everybody has strange friends, even you must. But all mine are alive. That's not saying much. <laughs> it's no wonder Charles left you. Haven't got a husband, got a stupid haircut. You see, you just don't know how to make a marriage work. Well, let's get Charles back then. I'll help you. Let's just behave ourselves. <laughs> get up. No, bandit. He's back. Yeah, well, what's wrong with that? Nothing, except you're ruining my life. To show her, no matter how bad things look now, <laughs> they can always get infinitely worse. Drop Dead Fred was way out of control. Have I got him? <laughs> dead little man! There's nobody there. It's because he's invisible, idiot! I don't want an imaginary friend anymore. Right, that's it, I hate you! Ow! Goodbye forever! Dead Fred. Well, what does that taste like? Every child should have one, especially when she grows up. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ever episode of Juvenile Jurisdiction of Judgment. In this podcast, me and my daughter and my son are going to review movies. I'm going to ask them what kind of things they noticed that were, you know, new for them. And all the movies we watch will be before my son was born, which was in 2003. On today's episode, we're going to be watching 1991's Drop Dead Fred. Now let's talk to my first co-host, Raina. Hello. Hello, Raina. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You're my daughter. How's that? You don't know how my, being my daughter is? It's good. It's good. That's the right answer. Absolutely, that's the right answer. So, are you excited about doing this podcast with your dad? Sure. Mm, lots of excitement there. All right, and uh, for my next co-host, uh, my son, Xavier. Boy, that's me. That is, that is correct. That is you. You are Xavier, my son. Last time you checked, or 
Maybe I'm not who you think I am. Oh, are you not my son? I don't answer that. Oh, well, apparently my ex-wife enjoyed the mailman a little bit too much, and I don't have a son. Are we so, really going anyway. <laughs> Are we really going there? I think we did. Are you... Are you excited about the podcast, son? More than or, the other person was. Who is she again? Or well, who's who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My daughter. Right. She wasn't nearly as excited as you are. Well, um, that's probably because you're not my son and you're the mailman's son, so, you know. I just play it off. It always works out. All right. All right. Now, on this podcast, we are going to review movies and there will be spoilers. We are not going to keep anything. So if you haven't seen this, oh, what would you say this is? 30-year-old movie? Ooh, yep. 29-year-old movie? Then uh, don't listen. Or if you don't care about spoilers, go on ahead. So a little synopsis. Drop Dead Fred is a movie starring Phoebe Cates and Rick Mayel and directed by 8D Jong. Now, two of those people I'd never heard of other than in this movie. Uh, Phoebe Cates is well known for Gremlins, Gremlins 2, and also Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, The story is about a girl in a terrible relationship with a bag of douche named Charles. He breaks up with her, then she has her car stolen by more horrible people, then loses her job. Because she was on her lunch break. She's forced to live back with her mom where she finds her childhood imaginary friend Drop Dead Fred. He was a he has a good heart, but is extremely destructive and sinks Princess Leia's boat, for instance, for shame. His goal is to make Lizzie happy so he can go and he achieves this by showing her Charles' cheating pile of crap. And it's implied she ends up with her crazy but sweet childhood friend. Raina, let's uh, start with you. What are your thoughts on this movie? It is it is a really good movie. Um, I think I think a lot of people would like it. It's it's really strange for sure. Um, so Drop Dead Fred is this like crazy guy that's her imaginary friend when she was a kid, and he's really funny and weird and just everything that you wouldn't believe anybody normally could do. And the problem is is that he makes her look insane because whenever he does something, nobody can see him other than her. Nobody can hear him. So sometimes she'll just be talking to him and everybody else will be seeing her talking to herself. It's it adds a really funny thing to the movie. It's just a great movie overall. Now, wouldn't you say that if uh, if if she would just like leave them alone during some of those scenes, maybe they yeah. she wouldn't look so crazy? Exactly. Well, that is the theoretically, if she would leave him alone in a lot of the scenes and just let him do his thing, because technically he's not affecting anybody else, um, then. She wouldn't have a problem, but the problem is, is that he's so real in her head that he, whatever he's doing, if if somebody, a normal person, were to do that, 
and somebody saw them doing it, they would stop him. So that's what's going through her head. But yeah, technically, she could just leave him alone and nothing would go wrong. That's a pretty good argument. You know what? That's that's a really good argument. Now, now as a child, and how old are you, Reyna? 13. 13 years old. So was there anything in this movie that you saw that you were kind of like, oh, I didn't know if we had that back then? Um, so a lot of the things that I saw in there, I realized that they had existed before I was alive. So I was aware of them, but it was like, I know I've never really experienced it, like pay phones, like phone booths, uh. where it's like a box and then you go in and you pay for the phone call and you do that. I don't think we have those anymore. I think uh, they're, they're probably really convenient, though. I think we still have those in big cities, but not not in most places. Most of them have been teared down. Yeah, they're not much of a thing anymore. And I haven't seen a phone booth since I was a child, so... <laughs> yeah, so that was one thing. Um, it's just, uh, there was a truck that a Mickey drove, and... Oh, the crazy but sweet friend? Exactly. Yes. He drove this really old truck that I think people may drive now, but it's not very common anymore. Like a Dodge truck, but it was a really messed up truck. It was a really old truck. So, <laughs> so you noticed old trucks and pay phones. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's how Reyna felt about the movie. Let's, uh, let's ask Xavier. Xavier, what did you think about this movie? Thanks, Charles. Um, I did really That's like the Charles. I did really like the movie. Uh, it's very well thought out, even if it's kind of weird at points. It's, it's the charm of the movie, really. I saw it when I was what I don't know, like five or six, maybe seven. So it's really nostalgic as well, as there's always like some. Parts one or two little parts of deja vu that comes into your head, like getting your head smashed in a in a refrigerator. You don't easily forget that that face. Yeah, that's some weird CGI, or uh, that was probably more practical effects, wouldn't you say? Well, I mean, it would be a huge plot twist if it wasn't CGI. And it was maybe maybe the person's just not human, not the not not the uh, imaginary friend in general, but maybe the actor is so magical he can flatten his face at will or stretch his stretches. So your theory is the actor can flatten his face at will. You you can't. That that was that was very weird. We went to a weird place. And I went to the weird place? I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Did I, Darwin? Okay. Alright. Well, as I asked your sister, Mm. you're 16, correct? I hope you know that. I'm turning 17 in July. I forget all the time. Mm. I'm kidding. I love you, son. Anyways. (laughs) So, uh... The movie was uh, made about 12 years before you were born. Was there anything in the movie that you saw that 
looked a little different, not something you're used to seeing, something you've never encountered in real life. So, Reyna has mentioned, like, the payphones, right? Yes, she mentioned the payphones. I've seen payphones before, but only in, like, other movies, if modern, and pictures, the internet exists. Right. Um, But aside from that, it's a good question I need to think. I mean, there's... There's landlines. Oh, yeah. We don't really have that anymore, do we? I mean, yeah, like, we do, but nobody really uses them. Who cares? I think I have one at home, and we just get telemarketers, so. Oh, we have a catch-up phone. It's somewhere. It's, it's literally a catch-up, a catch-up it's a It's a catch-up bottle. Now, is it Heinz? The- Hunts? These things matter, son. Why? <laughs> Sorry, continue. It's a ketchup phone. You can talk through the cap, but no ketchup is in it, so it's useless. Oh, well, that's no fun. No ketchup. Mm. Gotcha. Gotta put some of that on your cereal. Ketchup on your cereal? Just move on. Just move on. Don't 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 ruin the joke, Father. Moving on. All right, so, son, I think the first thing we need to ask... Other than what we already asked, so it's not really the first thing. I should probably say that differently. Anyways, I think what I want to know is, what was your favorite scene in the movie? Oh, my favorite scene. Well, well, that's a good question, really, because it's not the flat face, even though it was it was very remarkable. Um, I'd have to say my favorite part of the movie would either be uh, towards the end when um, when uh, when what's her name again Elizabeth Lizzie yeah. um, when when she literally confronts everything that was wrong that wronged her in uh, what appeared to be some sort of inner world I guess that uh, drop dead Fred took her an imaginary like house in the sky so um, so when we were watching it you guys were all confused um, you were thinking that she was dead or in a coma do you still I, feel that way I did not think um, that she was dead or in a coma at any point I just thought like she passed out maybe a little too high but that scene where she is in this dreamlike state that was your favorite scene of the movie yeah, I like that whole scene. Um, the sky may have been a little weird CGI, but 90s, am I right? <laughs> right, 90s. Haha. <laughs> Haha. Um, I didn't grow up in that era at all or anything. Anyways. Well, it's a good thing I... No, I didn't. What was your least favorite scene of that movie? Oh, my least favorite scene. Well, you think... So, I feel like my favorite scene is probably when he meets the other imaginary friends. Mm -hmm. I found that fun. I didn't think of that. Still still keeping my answer, though, but, like, it's either... It's either the scene with the house in the sky, or it's the very end when... When, uh, it's found out, like, she and that crazy guy, um... 
got married and had a child. And, of course, there's still always one sane person who does not like a child with an imaginary friend who destroys everything. So, I feel like you got that scene wrong. Because he said that he was divorced in the movie. And I believe he said he had a child. So, I don't think that's their child. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really clear in the movie, but I took that as... Because when they were first talking at the end there... Um, they were talking about maybe starting up a relationship. So I don't believe that was that was just her seeing that his daughter now has dropped dead friend as a friend. Mm. So I don't believe that was her child. Uh, I didn't know if that was like a uh, like a my a jump into the future, like with her married to him. No, I believe that they were talking about first starting a relationship. Now, back to what I asked you. What would you consider your worst scene? Which scene did you not like in this movie, or did you just love all the scenes? Well, I don't know if it's a phobia or not, but um, when something is happening, but I can't draw attention to it or can't really um, help it at all, that's completely... If something is altering my control, my self-control at all, I, I literally start mentally freaking out. So it was really hard to watch, like, the parts with, um, like, with her on the date or, like, with, like, when Drop Dead Fred was with her in public. Was and, being a dick? Yeah, with him being a, that being one, a jerk uh, face. Yeah, jerk face. Jerk uh-huh. face. Look, I'm not gonna swear, not even on a podcast where we. Oh no, your mother will probably hear this someday. Aww. (laughs) Say hi, mom. I hope you're not watching this. I'm not gonna say hi, or mom. Cool. I'm I'm sending this to her right now. That's good. (laughs) All right, let's get your sister in here. All right, Raina. Same question. What was your favorite scene of this movie? Okay, um, uh, I think it was more towards the end when uh, Elizabeth fainted and then went into her own, like, what I think is her, was her imagination or where Fred lived, and that's why she could do all those things like grow the tree and um, make Charlie's car shrink while air was coming out of it. And um, my favorite scene of that was when she was sitting on the bed after she freed her former self when she was little and Drop Dead Fred was in the corner smiling. And like in a lot of the scenes of the movie he was smiling but he was smiling like really creepily and not normal but when he smiled normal it it was like really friendly and I thought it was a really nice scene in the movie because it kind of made this goofy movie turn into a sweet movie for a second and it made you realize that they are actual friends even if Fred is imaginary so that was my favorite scene his, his little smile to Elizabeth Oh, did you think Fred was cute? No. I just thought his smile was really nice. 
Okay. It was friendly. So your favorite scene in the movie was actually the same favorite scene Xavier had. Oh, wow. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. So, and also, what was your least favorite scene of the movie? Uh, like, skirts, yes. In between their thighs. Cobwebs. He did he did a lot of that, but there was one where it just, it was really, really creepy. And he went, it's when he went under, um, tra- under Annabelle's skirt, and he said, no panties. That was my least favorite. It was really weird and dumb. You didn't like Fred being a perv? I did not like Fred being a perv. Mm-hmm. Did you like Fred? Fred, I liked Fred because his, I think his purpose was to like, he doesn't actually stick with one kid and then disappears. After one kid has grown out of their imaginary friend, he goes to the next kid. And his um, job is to make them happy because most of them have like crappy lives. Like Elizabeth had a horrible mom. And her father left because of her mom, and her mom blamed it on her. So, like, all this bad stuff happened in her childhood, and Fred was there to be her friend, since she couldn't have any real friends. So, yeah. He was nice. So, when you were littler than you are now, did you ever have an imaginary friend? No. No imaginary friends? No. When I was little, I kind of wanted one because it they, it just seems like they'd be there whenever you wanted them to or whenever you needed them to. When regular friends aren't always like that, um, especially when I was little. So yeah, I kind of wish I had one, but I didn't ever have one. All right. So when uh, if you had imaginary friend. What would he or she be like? What, what what kind of imaginary friend do you think you would like? Okay, so I think my imaginary friend would be a girl, since I've always wanted a baby sister and never had one. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a girl, and she probably would have been my age, because when I was littler, I would meet a lot of girls that were older than me, but treated but made me feel really small. So I think I would have an imaginary friend that was the same age as me, and I think we'd be twins. You would just have a twin version? Now, would this twin version of you act a lot like you, or would she be like an evil version or a nicer version? Or She'd be just everything she... I would ever hope for. She'd be really nice. She'd be there for me. She would do things with me. Uh, she wouldn't cause destruction like Drop Dead Fred? It doesn't sound like Lizzie had much of a choice. Yeah, she probably might have if she if I had a measure friend. I mean, she'd be amazing and nice, but she'd also probably cause chaos because, like, I don't think imaginary friends really get the real world. No. <laughs> like, like Fred thought when Elizabeth said that she wanted that she was married with 
with Charlie, and then they started doing it on the couch. He was like, that's not how you're supposed to do it. That's not how the pigeons do it. (laughs) Now, is that the way you imagine doing it? No. No. (laughs) I never really thought Like the pigeons? I never really thought about it. I've never seen pigeons do it, and I don't think I ever want to. Oh, well, natural geographic or something. Anyways... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Xavier, Mm -hmm. ask your sister the same question. Have you ever had an imaginary friend? Nope. I've never had that level of creativity. Like, Uh, with my head. My head is kind of screwy, but not that screwy. Son, you have a lot of creativity. In a way, there's different levels of creativity. I am smart. Very humble of you. Anyways. <laughs> so, okay, well, if you were to have an imaginary friend, what do you think he or she or it would look like or be like? Well, he'd probably be shorter than me and, well, knowing knowing my what strange monstrosities my head comes up with, Probably some sort of monstrosity my head would come up with, with spiky hair and elf ears. So an elf. With spiky hair. With spiky hair. So like an anime elf. With tentacles. What? Why tentacles? Because my head is weird, okay? Well, you want some HP Lovecraft stuff. He's the guy who did Cthulhu. Yeah, I know that. Okay. You know, ten times. Alright, so Xavier, what would you say is your favorite character in the movie and least favorite character in the movie? Good question. Um, Well, as for favorite character, I'd have to say uh, Drop Dead Fred. Hopefully that's no surprise there. He's not not only like uh, an amazing guy who's who's very destructive and sees nothing wrong with destroying other people's property with no consequences but he does know how to make kids happy which is something that people don't really know how to do though it's also kind of you do kind of keep in mind that some kids' happiness means destruction of everybody else's <laughs> okay and least favorite? Uh, that... I know I should be hating on Charles, but I hate the girl's mo- Elizabeth's mother a lot more. Ah, uh, the mega... Yep, 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 yep. The, um, the mega biscuit. Beast. I believe is what he said to the child when he, she was little. <laughs> I, I mean, he's referred to her in both ways. Ah, uh, yes. Um, she, he, she's obviously, he hates Drop Dead Fred because it's a manifestation of, um, of Elizabeth's mind that's causing her to make a mess of everything, which you can't blame her for because when a kid, when you kind of walk in on a kid destroying everything, you do kind of want to get angry. So... However, the, the way, the way... The way the woman, 
the way the woman disciplines, the way the woman raises her kid, you can't really blame her for having an imaginary friend. So, in your opinion, Drop Dead Fred was never real, and Lizzie did everything herself. Yeah, the exact opposite, kind of. I, I like to believe that Drop Dead Fred is not fake, really. He's, I guess, just a phenomenon. Like, th- try to think of it this way. Um, we can obviously see in uh, Elizabeth's face that she's... That there, there's a lot of stuff that uh, is happening that we don't see Elizabeth do, like, on screen, which I guess she could have done on off screen, which I highly doubt it. Um, like, for example, the dog dog poop on the carpet. I don't want to think that Elizabeth did that. Okay. All right. Either that or some dog just got in, like, through open window and then, I don't know, took a crap all over the carpet. Well, I would argue the really hard part about that was she... Well, he came into the house on his hands instead of his feet and didn't get the dog crap on the carpet until he got into the room that her mother didn't want him to get into. So Elizabeth doing that would be a little more challenging. She would have had to, I guess she could have took her shoes off and then put her shoes back on on the carpet. But So there are ways that she could have been the one that did it. I don't personally think that. I think Drop Dead Fred was real, was a manifestation, and everything he was doing is what he was doing and not her. Right. All right, Reyna. So, what was your favorite par- uh, character of the movie? Well, I mean, Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> Drop Dead Fred was my favorite. He's the main character. He's funny. He's weird. He's my favorite. Any favorites outside of Fred? If we t- take out the main two characters, uh, Lizzie and Fred. Mickey. <laughs> Mickey? You like the weird friend? Yeah, because he, he's like, most people, if they, when they see her, she's talking to herself, she's doing weird stuff, they're like, what the heck? And he's, he's just like, I like it, and then he does it too. Except he looks even crazier because he's not even resisting. He's just doing it. So he's my favorite other than the main two two characters. Okay, okay. And who was your least favorite character? Oh, Charlie. Charles. 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 Yeah, he was was a jerk face. He was a a really big butthead. Really big butthead. Uh Fair enough. Well, my favorite, of course, would also be Drop Dead Fred. After that, I think the friend, um, played by Carrie Fisher, who played Princess Leia. I liked her because in most of these movies where you have a woman who, or a man or woman, I'm sorry. (laughs) Most of these movies, when you have a friend and something weird like this is going on they don't believe the friend they think the friend is crazy until something really crazy happens and they see it but for some reason she believed it through the whole movie yeah like as soon as she told her it was so weird i i didn't even know what was going on though when i watched it i was like does she believe her did it 
like, well, she did. She even, <laughs> she even grabbed her seat because she thought Fred was on it and started smacking him and choking him. <laughs> yeah, she wanted him dead, <laughs> even though she couldn't see him. She she, like, she barely questioned her at all. Exactly. She just was like, okay, you say you see this imaginary person that is doing all this destructive stuff. He sunk her boat, exactly. and she still did not really get mad at her friend. She yeah. got mad at Fred. Yeah. <laughs> like, as soon, like, Elizabeth went into her home in the middle of the night, and she was like, um, I need to stay here. My imaginary friend is causing chaos. He's come back from when I was little. She's like, but you can't stay here. Like, not questioning Fred. <laughs> questioning, telling her that she can't stay at her house. She's like, but I can't go home. And they just roll with it. I'm like, she seriously believes her that easily? It's so weird. She has got to be one of the most unique characters in a movie I've ever seen. I need a friend like that. Right. I want a friend that believes every dumb thing that I ever exactly. say. If I believe something, they just... That's a good friend. Yeah, it's a really good friend. So, yeah, she's Maybe great. not completely sane friend, but she's a good friend. She's, she's great. Yeah, yeah. And let's see, my least favorite... Uh, your your brother said the mom, the oh. mega beast. Yeah. Or and or and you say Charles. Yeah. They're both pretty awful, but Charles is the worst. I hate both of them, and they're both pretty awful. I think my least favorite's Lizzie. Lizzie? Yeah, she was just. <sighs> she's just really childish, and I hate saying this because I love Phoebe Cates. I'm a huge fan of Gremlins. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I love her in it. But I don't know. She was just almost too childish as an adult. I think, um, and this is just a guess, but I'm guessing that all the, like, she was, we we noticed she was wearing, like, a dress, but it kind of looked like a child's dress, even though she was a grown-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think... They might have hinted done that because it's supposed to be about, like, her imaginary friend from when she was a kid. So I'm thinking that maybe they tried to give her a little bit of a childish look even when she was grown up because the whole movie is based around her childhood imaginary friend. Well, that and she... I guess, technically, if you want to argue this... um, (laughs) Yes, you're right. She was wearing clothes that you would think you'd see on a child, not yeah. someone I would... Even living in the 90s, 91, I don't recall seeing too many people wearing clothes like that. Um, but I guess that probably is a metaphor of the whole movie's about her growing up. Yeah. Essentially properly growing up. Yeah. And having to deal with Drop Dead Fred and... She's dealing with, like, real relationships. She's blinded by how much of a douchebag Charles is. I mean, the guy was horrible. I mean, he was played well by Tim Matheson, but he was a terrible human being. He was the worst. The worst. Yeah. And she loved him through the whole thing. Like, the whole movie was her trying to get back this... mm, this waste of space. And, and Drop Dead Fred was trying to help her. He was, he 
had to come back even when she was a grown-up because she wasn't happy. And when he heard that that was the only way she could get happy, he did that, and then she didn't, he didn't go away. And he, he was like, clearly you're not happy. And he met Charles, he's like, man, he's, he's a booty cheek. Oh, yeah, even though he did not believe in uh, being an adult or having sex like the pigeons, yeah. he was still all in for trying to help her get back with her husband. Yeah, because a little Until bit of him wanted to, you know, leave. And a little bit of him wanted to make sure she was happy, which is why he helped her afterwards. Till he found out that Charles was a giant flaming yeah. bag of douche. And then he was like, okay, we need, we need help you. Right. Right, 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 right. Thank you, Raina. I had a question for everybody. May I say something? Um, so, an account to the whole imaginary thing, him not existing, how would his imagination have been, like, up there near the roof, telling Elizabeth that there's something wrong with what, uh, what Charles was doing? She, she couldn't have just, like, heard it from there, like, maybe it was her suspicions if I'm wrong, but... Yeah, that's probably the most, that's probably the most likely answer is that, uh, she'd already, somewhere in her mind, she had to know that Charles was not the most trustworthy person, so it's possible, but you bring up a good point. Uh, she was about to make that romantic salad, and, uh... So she didn't have any suspicions until Drop Dead Fred saw him talking to Annabelle. All right. So now for the final section and my final question. Overall letter grade. You guys are in school, so we will do this on a F minus to A plus scale. Who does an F minus? What kind of thing is that? I'm sorry. We, We do. All right, that gives us E's as well. Uh, E. 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 No, we don't like the letter E. I I like the letter E. It's the most common letter used, father. (laughs) A to F. And you can put plus and minuses on any of them. What letter grade would you give Drop Dead Fred? What is your final synopsis? What is your final word? I am like kind of guy who gets really judgy. I'm going to give it a B plus because like okay the movie is awesome. It shows us something about children and I guess woe man childs. Woe man childs, okay. Um, it, it gives us that uh that part of the brain that shows people who aren't there and forms into reality, if I'm not the dumb one here, at least. So I'm going to give it a B plus because, I mean, part of the movies were a little hard to watch because it, it was almost like Elizabeth could not help most of the stuff that was happening. Like, she, like Drop Dead Fred was all immature... And it seemed that he was ruining her life, like, for the most part. Now, granted, of course, 
I don't want to be hating too much on Drop Dead Fred, but I'll have to say he he can be a bit of a d bag. Um, but uh, but he's all silly. He's supposed to make children happy and whatnot, which makes it even harder to believe that he's just a figment of her imagination. As well as, like it's it's hard to it's hard to watch certain parts because she can't be at two places at once as well. He he, I had to have sunk in that ship. He had to have sunk in that home boat that uh, his friend had. And I didn't notice what you said about the friend. I forgot what her name was, but yeah, she she was amazing. <laughs> I don't remember her name. I know it was played by Carrie Fisher. I can find out real quick. Go ahead and continue. But, like, it, it is very hard to, to, it is very hard to, to watch someone trying to, trying to accomplish something normally when there's someone screaming in your ear that no one else can hear. <laughs> well, uh, her name was Janie. That was the friend's name, played by Carrie Fisher. All right. So, B-plus for you. B-plus for me. Yay. All right. All right, Raina. What letter grade would you give this movie, and why? Uh, I think... Uh, Xavier gave it a B-plus. I like this movie a lot, so I'm going to give it an A-minus, because it's really confusing, because... They never really do tell you if he is a figment of her imagination. I personally think anything could happen in movies. It doesn't have to make sense. So I think he actually exists. He just is like kind of magic-like thing. I don't know. But I think he actually exists because, like Xavier said, there's like a lot of things that he does that he finds out. But Elizabeth wouldn't have been able to find it out herself unless she would have, like, done what Fred did. So, I think he existed. But they never really told us, never really got into detail. But it's still a really, really good movie, and it kind of still tells us a lesson. So, I'm giving it an A-. A-. Alright. Well, me, personally, um, I watched this movie when I was a kid with my mom. And I loved it as a child. Uh, a lot of goofiness, fun. Um, as an adult, I kind of see a little bit more flaws with it. Um, it was still fun. I, I enjoyed it. It was silly and stu- uh, silly and stupid and dumb, but in like good ways. Yeah. So I would give the movie a C plus, um, just because. Although you gave, or Xavier gave, a good uh, argument to why she was as childish as she was, and uh, I, uh, it kind of annoyed me at times, yeah. but it was still a fun movie to watch, and I don't know if I'd want to watch it myself over again, by myself. But watching it with my kids, it was a lot of fun. It's it's a fun movie to watch with my kids. Yeah, I um I enjoyed it a lot just because it was like really 
silly. I personally didn't mind that she was childish. Like I said, I think it, it's kind of supposed to be like that. But I can see how it can get annoying. Because like, you kind of just want her to grow up. And, and I agree. I, I agree with you that this was kind of a her growing up story. So I get it. Um, I guess my, a lot of my issues is just like, if she would just leave it alone, yeah. she wouldn't appear as insane, you know? Yeah. And she could be, she could have possibly proven that Drop Dead Fred was real. <laughs> For example, like when she went up and thought Drop Dead Fred was playing the instruments really bad. Yeah. Um, and he whacks that woman. She whacks that woman. Uh, yeah. If she would have just left it alone, what was Drop Dead doing, Fred doing that was annoying anybody else? Well, the problem with that is that, like, sure, she could have just ignored him. Um, but I don't think I'm going to look crazy was, go- was going through her head. I don't think the thought that she was um, going to look crazy when she acknowledges him was going through her head at that moment. Because... No matter how many times he does it, those things, it's still real to her. And the first thing that goes to her head subconsciously is like, I gotta stop him because what he's doing is not okay. Fair. Alright, well, that is our review on the movie Drop Dead Fred. Say goodbye, Raina. Goodbye. Alright, say goodbye, Xavier. Goodbye, everybody. Hey everyone, I'm Steven from many different podcasts like Drunk Like Me, Pro Wrestling Apologist, The Rage and Blaze Show, and of course, That Got Dark. So, please like and subscribe.